Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. If you're over here on Facebook, I know you see me with another new setup. I wouldn't even say it's a new setup as much as, because I don't know if I'll, like, keep doing this or keep it. <clears throat> it's just that I was playing with the lights and background and stuff I have invested in, so... I was like, let me go ahead and make this video. And uh, let's get into this skin. Y'all know I had got my pill, but I also today um, did myself a mini facial. And I pulled out like one of the masks that I had got from Target. And it was a hydrating mask. And so I don't got no makeup on, like none. And skin is glistening. You hear me? So <laughs> let's get into it. I'm very, very happy about that because <clears throat> I've definitely been paying my dues with this uh, skin regimen and investment. But yeah, so I bought this this background that you see. It's, it's actually really, really big, and I can make it like longer lengthwise. And I, I, can, I usually would just use probably like one of these curtains, but I was just playing with the different background colors. It also came with like a green screen type of curtain too. And then I have about seven lights in here i don't have them all on i only have uh three of them on and one of them is one of my led lights and you can see like the pink shade um but i have like three leds the rest of them are other soft boxes and so i was just playing with my cameras playing with the lighting seeing what's happening seeing what i can get um i'm just really trying to use my uh spring break to relax uh, rejuvenate, not do too much, not plan too much, but just try to do things I enjoy. And it's so crazy because I feel like I've been in the house pretty much all day, but it just seems like time went by so fast. And I think that's a testament to, you know, when people say time flies when you're having fun. And I didn't do anything super duper exciting, but I was just in the moment of my day all day um and i i really enjoy that i think i put on twitter uh it was probably about a week or so ago i was like man i can't relate to people who say they bored like that's something i really do not understand and i say that not to make fun of people who say they bored <clears throat> but i was like dang i can't relate because when I was younger, my mom, um, you know, she was a single mom, so she didn't have a lot of extra money for us to do a whole lot of things. And I think she would get frustrated if we did ask, not because she didn't want to provide us that opportunity, because she didn't. So a lot of things we did, like my, like it'll be my dad, you know, trying to take us out or something or go to the movies or go look at houses and stuff on the weekends. But if we wasn't doing that, like we were sitting in the house or we had to go outside and play, we had to find ways to entertain ourselves. And I never forget, my mom used to always uh, say, I don't want to hear you bored. It's too much to go do. Go, go outside or go read a book or something. And she would never say go watch TV, even though we've always had TVs in our rooms or our room when we shared a room. But I just didn't want to watch TV like that all the time. Even as a kid, like I did watch TV. But, you know, you, nothing on TV. <laughs> so I did. I read a lot. We had a, a bin full of books all the time. I would go outside and I wanted to play. 
But I think that taught me early on how to kind of occupy my own time and entertain myself, like not look for things to do or people to really entertain me. And I think I've carried that in my adult life. Like I don't really get bored. Um, yeah, I don't get bored because I don't watch a whole lot of TV still. Um, I'm always trying to listen to something that I enjoy. I'm not doing that. I'm cleaning up or I'm, you know, like today I spent hours. I didn't even realize I had spent two or three hours playing with these lights and my cameras and stuff, trying to figure that out. Then I cooked again. So the whole day then went by and I'm like, oh, I didn't even feel like I did that much, but I, I can't relate to being bored. And I think my my tweet actually was like, I can't relate to people saying I'm bored, especially if you haven't met your goals. And I think sometimes that even irritates me, not just from people, because what they do with their life is their business. But I really, I just really don't understand that. And how you bored and you ain't met your goals? Like you got goals that can be reached if you put some action towards it, but you bored? Like... Those two things, it just don't go together. And and it's interesting because, you know, when you look at those people's lives or if you're close to them or you know them personally and you ask them what they did with their day or what they did with their time, it's like, dang, you got, oh, I wish I had the free time you had and you're not progressing in this goal. But yeah, you're talking about you bored. Like, that's wild to me. That's like a wild um concept and I don't say that to be like facetious or like any kind of way it's just like that's just really really weird to me because yes I take on things that kind of take up my time but also like I'm not going to sit and complain that I'm not reaching certain goals or my life ain't the way I want it but I'm saying I'm bored, but I also am not doing anything with the time that I have to do it. Like, that's just, that's crazy. But that's how a lot of people operate. And it's just so weird to me. And so I hope, my hope is that, you know, if you're listening to this channel, that's not you. <laughs> because that's, it's just like, think about that. You have goals that you can reach. So say you have a weight loss goal but you never want to go to the gym. You don't even want to start eating healthy, but you mad because you're not losing no weight. That's wild. You know, it's people like that that's doing that. You know, you, you say you want to write this or write that or start this, and you have time to do it. But you all on Instagram, Facebook, or you'll say you bored. But it's like, you got the time. You have the time, even if it's an hour a day, even if it's 30 minutes a day, the time is there. So to me, I think that's something I would wanna pass on to my kids. Like, I don't wanna hear you bored. And sometimes it's good to be bored. It's good to be bored if your mind, you know, wanders on good things and you have space to just kind of let your mind imagine and dream. I wanna do more of that. Um, but outside of that, it's kind of like, I could see like a class being boring that you got to go to or a conversation being boring. But like when you're the manager of your own time, like in your free time 
and you bored, but you got goals that you can be working on, even if it's working on your budget or whatnot, and you're not doing that, and that time you bored, like, that's just a wild concept to me. <laughs> and I know this is a random chat, but, like, that's just a really wild concept to me. I don't even know how we got on that subject. But today, y'all, I, um, I have a friend who has a business, and they sell, like, sweatshirts and I think like one bag or whatnot, because they just started um, probably like some months ago. And so I purchased a sweatshirt and I didn't realize it was pre-sale. So I purchased it like at the end of February. And I was like, dang, this, this thing, I haven't got a new message that said it shipped. So I was like, let me text her and see like, hey, do y'all have a ship date on this? And so I texted out and she was like, oh, thank you for supporting. And I screenshot like the date and the confirmation ticket that I have and I was like no I was reaching out to say uh, to to ask because I didn't know she had saw my whole message because I said it the first time I was like no I was reaching out to ask I was like you're welcome but I was reaching out to ask um do you know when it'll ship I ordered it like at the end of February so it's been like two weeks and she was like uh she put this long message and she was like, oh, um, that was a pre-sale item. She was like, but I know people don't read, LOL. Uh, I forgot what else she said. <laughs> but, and, and then she was like, but if you want a refund, if that's too late to wait, you know, just let me know what you decide. And I was like, no, uh, I don't, I was like, I'm fine with the timeline. I was just asking, did you know the date? I said, I didn't. I said, I read that part when I ordered it, but I thought it was just kind of a disclaimer y'all was putting under all y'all's picture. I didn't know it was specifically towards that order. And she just kind of liked the message. And I'm bringing it up because I felt some type of way about the sarcasm in there in the line that said, um, it said under the picture, it's a pre-sale item, but I know some people don't read LOL. She said a couple of other things where she put LOL on the end of it. And I was like, okay, sis, I need the sarcasm. I do. I can read. I can comprehend, you know. In my mind, I'm like, I've ordered pre-sale items before. I've ordered pre-sale books before they come out. And usually there's a specific date attached and let people know, and it says it by the title, this is pre-sale, the books will be released this day, or the items will be released this day, and then it'll take another, this type to ship as soon as it, you know, is released. So, yeah, I just didn't associate the little disclaimer, I thought it was like a disclaimer they was putting under all the, all the pictures, so it was like when I read that comment, like, I know some people don't read. I just feel like it was a little condescending and that might not have been her tone. I don't know. Like I know her personally. and I know she's very sarcastic, um, but I just didn't appreciate that. <laughs> oh, like uh, I definitely can read. I definitely can comprehend, but clearly I'm reaching out because even if I read it, it's clearly not something I understood. So it, it wasn't clear to me. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I know sarcasm too is something that I gotta work on. Like I can be very sarcastic, um, and I think I have another homegirl. She's sar she's sarcastic, 
And sometimes that's how we joke with each other, but it's about other things. It's not super serious. Like we not joking with each other like that because sometimes sarcasm, if it's not placed properly, it can offend, not just by people who are sensitive like it, it can just come off wrong. It can seem condescending or like, duh, dummy. Like it can seem, it can seem like one of those moments. And I think I get my sarcasm from my mom. My mom is, my mom has a good sense of humor, but my mom can be very, very sarcastic. And if you sarcastic as a parent to your kids, sometimes, especially in certain situations, it can seem condescending. So. Even though I felt like that growing up at certain times, I also picked it up as like a defense mechanism or something I retreat to. So it's something like when it's when I feel it is something that makes me more aware, like when do I do that? And do I pick the moments? Am I very aware of when I do that to other people? You know, it's like a, cause it's like a smart aleck. I don't know if y'all used to use the phrase smart aleck. <laughs> it's like a smart aleck comment. And sometimes I just think it can, you know, sarcasm isn't bad used appropriately. It can be hilarious. It can be funny. Um, it can, you know, brighten up a place, but used, I feel like used at certain moments, it can come off, uh, condescending or just not it can't it's it's not received well and so today was one of those times to me especially because it's in a message like it's like customer service I was just like I definitely can read and I'm not people who can't read I'm I'm Whitley and I ordered it and I'm you're talking to me so clearly you talking I don't read <laughs> like I'm laughing about it but I felt the type of way like sis I definitely read that but all I asked was when it was shipping. The simple answer would have been like, hey, you ordered a pre-sale item. You have like another week before it shipped. Is that, is that okay? That's it. Like, that's all I was asking. I didn't ask for no refund. I didn't say it was a problem. I just asked, hey, I ordered this in February. Is there a date that it's shipping? That was my exact question. <laughs> like, that was it. So, like, it's stuff like that. When I when I um, when I feel certain things, it just makes me kind of think um, it always makes me reflect on my own comments, behavior and not to the point to where like I'm like super nitpicking at everything I do, because some things you do or say is just going to rub certain people the wrong way. No matter your intentions, no matter how thoughtful you were about it. No matter, no matter what, like you're not going to please everybody. So I'm not trying to like scrub out everything that I think could possibly be a, a flaw, but I do, I am intent on being mindful about, uh, just shaping up things about my character. Like we all know people who are in positions where we got to interact with them or they might be in charge of something or they might be somebody we got to go through or we got to work through, but they're just very, very unpleasant for whatever reason, whether it's their attitude, whether it's their closed mindedness, whether it's their ability, you know, to not be able to really collaborate or cooperate and how annoying that could be. And I can see at times 
you know, visionaries and creative people can be unreasonable and they need to put dig their heels in the sand. But it's like you also don't want to be that person who like you rub people the wrong way just because you haven't taken time to reflect on like your character traits. You know, like you 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 just are very unemotionally unintelligent. Um, you really you just really don't care. And I don't I don't ever want to be that that person who like uh, this is just how I am person. It's like, no, sometimes it's just you just don't want to have to face that. That's a very ugly characteristic or that's not a pleasant characteristic and not saying that you need to be pleasant like you you can have your own things <laughs> you know this is not a conversation to shape you any which way but since I have my own vision of the type of woman I want to be the type of mother I want to be the type of way I want uh people that I work with to respond to me uh just on a regular the way like in my death, I would want people to, to talk about me and uh, uplift who I was as a person. They're, these are things I think about. It's like what Maya Angelou said, like people will forget what you did to them, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. You know, and when you think about people in your life, you you really remember those people who just always made you feel good or uplifted you or, you know, was just all around positive. You know, it don't mean that they didn't never tell you the truth. It don't mean that they would never had a bad day. Y'all never fell out or whatever. It just means that the holistic, when you look at their holistic view of life or your interactions with them on a regular, like it was, it was a positive thing. They were helpful. And so I think about that. And I think about the, the types of characteristics that can be a hindrance to that. And so experiencing that today, like the sarcasm in the midst of a question that I asked like that today, and I'm coming at you as not my friend, but low key as like customer service. I just, I just felt like that comment was unnecessary. <laughs> I just felt like the comment was unnecessary, but I was like, you know, okay, like, you know, yeah, I still want the sweatshirt, whatever. And I'm not one of those people like they trying to make women feel like, you know, be just unbothered. Don't worry about what people do or say. You ought to be stronger than that. And I consider myself a very emotionally strong and intelligent woman. Like I'm not going to go cry in the corner when something happened, even that like hurt my feelings. But the thing is, I do admit when I feel some type of way about something, I admit when my feelings are hurt, I admit when that when something bothered me or frustrates me or angers me, um, that may be a small thing to somebody else. And the reason I do that is because I spent many, many years denying what I felt if it wasn't happiness or if it wasn't happy Whitley. I spent many days, many years um, not even being able to identify or, or articulate any other emotion outside of like me put plastering this smile on my face because I don't know. I just didn't have the emotional intelligence or awareness to like own those feelings. And I thought I almost carried myself as if I didn't have a right to be upset. Like I didn't have a right to be 
feeling any type of way because other people got bigger problems and it took me a long time like no you live in life too you know life is messing with you too and you're choosing to be content you're choosing to be happy you're choosing to look at the bright side but it's okay to own those things that really bother you like I'm not an unbothered Betty I'm bothered sometimes <laughs> and the more I admit that to myself to me it gives me an awareness about where I probably need to set a boundary if I need to speak up for myself and everything don't need to be spoke on, you know, but say if it's a constant thing, then it's like, okay, hey, when you say things like this to me, I don't really like that. I know you playing and this is your personality, but I personally don't like that. You know, um, I think I, I made the biggest growth in being able to speak up to myself and own like, hey, I don't like the dynamic of this relationship because of how I'm being talked to and I know this is your personality but it's like really becoming harmful to me and that was in a relationship with my mom we went about two years without talking now me and my mom's relationship is better than it's ever been since I've been on this earth you know especially as an adult woman but it took us having a break and me having to speak up for myself one or two times you know, for me to find, if y'all want to hear more about that, you got to go way back in the archives. <laughs> I think my third episode, I talked about it, but it was some, it's probably only on Spotify, not on video. I have a blog about it. Um, and I'll probably revisit that story and the dynamics of our relationship over the years. But it was many times I had to address my mom like, hey, I am your child, but I'm an adult now too. Like I'm a grown woman. And there's just certain things that you can't pass go on to collect $200 with that. Like, it's just not going to be a thing. Like, you're not going to come at me with this tone. If there is a problem and you are justified in what you're saying, there's still a way I want to be approached. I still deserve respect despite what you may feel or think or view me. And I know that's hard for you to comprehend, but we're going to get this together or we won't have no relationship. And so anybody else, if I can finally have that courage and that confidence to make those boundaries correct with my mother, like I don't mind doing that with nobody else. But it took me being being real with my my own feelings, my own emotions like, hey, that bothers me. Like, what about this makes me feel this way? But if we set on being unbothered and acting like nothing hurts us and we stronger than everything and we don't care about this friendship or we don't care about this relationship, I personally feel like we can't individually grow. And then if that relationship does have potential, we're cutting the potential of that relationship growing. And I'm not saying me, my friend who I emailed today about the you know, the sweatshirt, that really needs to be a whole conversation because it's like, you know, I'm just I just use that as access to another conversation. I'm just having a stream of consciousness. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I personally don't want to be an unbothered Betty. So I was just sharing that with y'all because, you know, sometimes we feel that just because we're close to people or we know people, or because we're growing, that means we grow out of having emotions or we grow out of our feelings being hurt or we grow out of, you know, things bothering us when we should be bothered. We're still living life um, or with our friends that 
you know, if they come into any type of problem or if we have to set a boundary or speak up for ourselves, that means it's the end of their relationship. And sometimes in some occasions that may be the case and it may need to be a case, whether it's for a lifetime or for a season. But sometimes it's like, OK, well, that's not worth saying life will show her that she deals with enough people to if that's just a trait of who she is. I might just limit my time or I may just, you know, or, you know, hey. Nobody's probably never going to tell her, let me, you you know, let me have this conversation. If this is something she keeps doing to me specifically, you know, we all got to make those decisions for ourselves. But if we're busy numbing our feelings and or telling ourselves like, oh, this is not a big deal, but it is a big deal. It's something that you keep thinking about. It's something that that's really on your mind, on your heart. It's making you feel some type of way. It's making you want to distance yourself from certain people. It's making you avoiding the certain conversations. You might just want to look into that. You know, it, ain't, it don't even mean confront the person that you're feeling that with all the time. Sometimes it's first confronting yourself. Like, what about this bothers me? What about this is... The issue is the problem, like using my mom and I and I's relationship as an example. First, I felt I saw myself distancing myself to my mom. Like I used to always try to press into her, even if she was getting on my nerves or even if she was hurting my feelings, I would try to press the relationship anyway, because I felt like, well, that's my mom. I still got to do this, still got to show up, still got to go over there. And then it got to the point where it was like, I let the resentment bubble up that it's just like, I don't even want to go over there. I don't want to call her. I don't want to. And I was like, dang, like a month then went by and talked to her like two months didn't go by. And this is before I ever said anything. And I'm like, maybe I need to speak up. Like what makes me not even want to, you know, talk to her at all? You know, so I had to address that first with myself. Like, what is that? And it was like, dang, well, when I talk to her, she makes me feel like this constantly. And I don't like that. What is it exactly? Like, what, what is the change you would ask her? I wouldn't even say the change you ask her to make, but what, what is the change you need to see in the dynamic of the relationship? And then I had to get very specific about what that was before I communicated it, you know? And of course, she didn't agree. We ended up having an argument the first time I brought it up. Then it was another time I brought it up because... I, I really meant it like, you know, yes, you're my mom. I love you, but I don't always like you. And I, if that's the case, like this relationship is just going to exist in the ether. And that's where I was. And I didn't feel good about that decision, but I also felt like being respected is, is foundational to me. I, I don't want to feel like, I got to, you know, operate out of pure will not to disrespect you every time I, I talk to you. Like, I don't think I don't think that's healthy for me either. If anything, I'll just keep my distance and we'll have peace. And I didn't want that either. But also, you know, we can't ever force anybody to change or do things or operate on our timeline. And so some things do need space after that. And so I, I, you know, this is a whole nother conversation for a whole nother 
podcast about the development and the growth of my mom. Now we're on a, we're on a whole new leaf. Like if somebody came into our relationship now, in our text messages now, in our conversations now, they'll be like, your relationship looks nothing like the things you've said. But it took me putting my foot down finally for myself. You know, and one thing I remember praying the day that I walked into mom's apartment, the first day I knew I was going to speak up for myself. I had so much anxiety. I said, God, my intention is that this conversation will bring our relationship closer together. And that didn't happen for two and a half years. Like that day, I'm thinking when I prayed that, when I go in there, okay, at the end of this, we're going to be singing Kumbaya. And uh, we went through a period of separation before it got to to that next deal. Um, And so sometimes that just needs to happen. And that happens in any type of relationship. This could be with your friends. This can be, you know, parents. This can be with work people, whatever. Like some, some relationships go through seasons. But the point I got onto that is we don't know, we, we won't own, well, we won't experience the potential of how far a relationship can grow and how much we can grow individually if we don't admit to ourselves how we feel about certain things and are we still the same person who was able to accept this or that state of the relationship. So sometimes we got to allow ourselves to be bothered and address what it is that we're bothered by. Um, because to me, that's where the growth is. Because when we were kids, we had to ignore our feelings. We had to do whatever was done in the household. But now we're adults. We got to unpack that stuff and then allow ourselves to address when we get triggered by something. Or we get annoyed or we get frustrated or we want to be condescending where that's coming from so that we can grow um, and be the women that we want to be. So I'll see you all in the next one.